Chapter Twenty of the Friendly Five. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anita Sloma Martinez on June twenty third, twenty nineteen. The Friendly Five by Mary C. Hungerford. Chapter Twenty. Letters. The mail-bag came in as usual just after breakfast the next morning, but the number of letters was greatly reduced, of course, and there was no animated chattering crowd standing about eagerly watching while Mrs. Abbott unlocked the padlock and distributed the letters. Marian had never received a letter in her life, so she and Elfie walked past the hall-table where Mrs. Abbott was opening the bag without so much as a glance at it but they had not reached the top of the stairs before mr eaton called out letters for you marian letters for me oh no they can't be mine they must be for some of the other girls but how very very imbecile their correspondence must be to direct them to miss marian stubbs holding up two square envelopes one white the other robin's egg blue don't you think you'll have to open them so as to see which of the girls they are really meant for or shall i lay them away till vacation is over and then put them up at auction he is teasing you marian said mrs abbott glancing up from the letter she was reading they are really for you such a pleasure actually to have letters of her own marian had often envied the girls when they clutched their letters from home and became absorbed in their contents smiling exclaiming and sometimes almost crying as their eyes devoured the home news but poor mrs stubbs with her broken-down health and her never-ceasing work had no time to write to her daughter and even if she had it was so many years since she had written a letter that she would hardly know how to do it as for her father and the little boys they would cheerfully have killed a bear or a rattlesnake or even encountered a mad dog and conquered him for their absent girl's sake but such a stupendous overwhelming task as writing a letter was not even to be considered and the well-written dutiful fortnightly letters which marian duly sent to the humble mountain home were regarded with awe and wonder and read again and again by her proud and affectionate family but there were actually letters for her to-day and the joy of receiving them was so great that marian laid them face up on her table and gloated over them not for some time attempting to make them reveal their contents when she did break the seal of the blue tinted envelope she read these astonishing lines my dear marian you are coming to spend a week with me and go back to school with me and lily i mean lily and me that is if you want to mamma said our house was going to be too empty at christmas and i might invite some girls so i chose you and lily and mamma has written to mrs abbott about it and i do hope she will let you come ever your affectionate friend katherine stowe ashley that stately signature did not seem like katie but marian knew perfectly well whose hand wrote the invitation which filled her heart with rapture not for the pleasure of anticipating a visit for she was not sure she really wanted to go but it was delicious to feel that she was wanted and that dear warm-hearted loving katie had chosen her when she might have asked edna or bell 
or any of the girls who were used to better ways of living and better society than she had known mrs abbott coming into her room with elfie a few moments later found her plunged in a happy reverie with the second letter still unopened listen dear she said sitting down by her side this letter of mine very nearly concerns you new york madison avenue december twentieth my dear mrs abbott will you let katie's friend miss marian stubbs come and spend a portion of the holidays with us if you will let her come mr ashley will meet her at the grand central station on the twenty fourth if you will let us know the train with kindest regards yours very sincerely e t ashley you don't look surprised no i knew mrs ashley had written to you and marian handed katie's letter to her isn't it good of them she asked watching mrs abbott's face till she finished reading yes i am glad you are to have such a treat for i feared it would be dull for you here it could not be dull with you and elfie and mr eaton said marian and i don't know as i really want to go i am afraid i should know just how to act always and i might make katie ashamed before her friends that is doing katie great injustice oh i don't mean it that way exclaimed marian kissing her letter impulsively i know you don't but my dear child you haven't read your other letter that was from lily and as might be expected was very funny smiles and dimples attended marian's reading of it and when she had finished she handed it to mrs abbott who said won't you read it to me yourself so that elfie can enjoy it too so marian began dear left behind her it was brutal in us to go off and leave the dear little mountain maid all to herself and katie and i talked ourselves into a fury of sympathy after we got into the cars the only comfort we had was in hoping mr eaton would get there right away he's a dear now i feel the spirit of posy jumping on to me attend please old coventry braes are bonny where early falls the dew but that my dear old marian is not the place for you so give us your promise true that ne'er forget shall be to do as katie asks you and pack your trunk with glee i don't believe i can do the subject justice in poetry so i'll go back to prose do come maid marian you must if you don't you shall be blackballed next term that means something awful i feel in my bones that you will try not to come but you must i want to tell you something we heard edna say in the cars that mrs ashley went in the best set in new york and she'd give anything if her mother knew her now don't that make you want to show edna spiteful humbug what you can do it will be just fun to see her rage about it next term if you dare to say no you'll break my heart i shall think it's because i am going to be there katie was always nice to you but i was horrid just wicked and even if you did forgive me no one can blame you if you can't forget but if you don't come i shall just be a raving wreck and i won't go to katie's if you don't so there now i have said it oh what a naughty thing you'd be to plunge your friends in misery 
so come along in christmas spent and likewise new year's with your friend plural understood couldn't say spends so had to take the s off the friends there's awful imitations to poetry katie hates writing letters so awfully that i told her if she'd just write the bare invitation i'd do the urging now i'm sure i don't know what more i can say to make you come but if you dare to write a stiff little note beginning i am so sorry i'll choke you and i'll send word to mrs abbott to have you chloroformed and carried onto the cars with your feet tied so you can't kick when you come to don't be afraid to come for katie's mother is almost as sweet as mrs abbott and mr ashley is lovely he almost shakes himself to bits laughing i believe that's why he's so bald he's shaken all his hair off now you are coming aren't you yes 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 say you are coming my sweet to visit our katie in madison street it isn't street it's avenue really but i took poet's license now farewell your loving lily p s oh do come particular p s come now don't say no mrs abbott laughed heartily when the letter was read i really think lily is the most sprightly girl i ever had in my school i never saw any one i envied so much said marian you need not dear we all have different gifts but that is not to say that one kind ranks above another lily's vivacity leads her into trouble sometimes and i have heard her say when she has been suffering the consequences of her thoughtlessness that she wished she was more like you in some things but we will take a more convenient season for discussing gifts and traits for now we must give our minds to shoes and clothes for this visit oh do you really think i had better go i am sure of it and you and i and linny must work hard fortunately she can work nicely on the machine and she has little else to do in vacation when i was in new york i bought for your christmas present a red cashmere dress and a brown plush sack that i tried on a girl about your size i think we can get the woman who made elfie's dresses to give us to-morrow and the next day so we shall turn out a very respectable little red bird for a city visit End of chapter 20